Hello and welcome back to Podcast Interference. It's been a little while, um, and, and we <laughs> apologise for that. It's a bit of a bit of bit of a mixture of all kinds of reasons, illness on my part. <clears throat> you can probably still hear that my throat's not not brilliant, um, and that's that's with two weeks off. Uh, and then yeah, Jack, yeah, I think your your laptop is is looking like it's about to uh, pass over yeah, onto gonna, the other side. It's gonna, yeah, it's going to set fire any day now, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's hope we can get to the end of this one. Um, but yes, so uh, so a couple of things, and and I was away last week on holiday, so yeah, back at it uh, for for the time being. Uh, although Jack, you are heading over to the US shortly yourself. Yes, I am two weeks to go, um, so we're going to have Rohan fill in for me, which will be very nice. But yeah, I'm very, very excited. Uh, even booked uh, tickets the other day to go and see a college football game, which I'm very excited about. Oh, nice. Who are you, who are you seeing? Uh, it's all Miss versus Vanderbilt, which is a interstate rivalry as well, so Ooh. I'm very excited. Yeah, that'll be good. A bit of college football will be nice for sure. Very good. But we still have you for the moment, uh, so let's let's have a bit of a look. I guess we can have a, a, an overview of the past few weeks, but we'll focus on on week five, um, I suppose. And as we as we like to do, we'll have a look at the top uh, the top ten performances from last week, which. <laughs> we've got some big ones we've got some big ones <laughs> massive games um so we'll start off with with our, our most valuable player of the week our mvp was was jamar chase a cincinnati bengal finally reaches the lofty heights we expect them to <laughs> after a very slow start to the season for that offense uh so yeah chase 54 points insane uh, 192 yards receiving uh, 15 catches on 19 targets <clears throat> and uh, three touchdowns. So a very nice day at the office for Chase. Yeah, mass, massive game for Chase. We we knew it was coming. Um, we didn't quite know when, obviously, because Joe Burrow's been nursing the injury, but he did play uh, much, much better. Um, and as Jamar Chase's tweet said, 7-11, he is literally always open. Um, so I think more... More things to come from Chase, I think. Burrow looked better. He looks a bit more mobile. Um, he hit a few of the deep balls, which we hadn't seen the first few weeks. So, yeah, I think hopefully this is the sign that the Bengals are, are turning round. Yeah, absolutely. And there was a monster performance. If you had if you had Chase on your team, you were, you were in a very good situation, uh, for sure. Uh, and speaking of other good situations, somebody who set you up <laughs> very nicely on Thursday Night Football's uh, DJ Moore, who had a very similar performance, um, beating... Uh, chase on yardage, but but not on catches. So, ten targets, eight receptions, and on eight receptions he got two hundred and thirty receiving yards. Insanity, and again three touchdowns for for DJ Moore. So some life, some life in that uh, Bears offense. Yeah, that's that's two weeks. Obviously, they lost the week before to the to the Broncos, but even then, Fields put up. That's four touchdowns in in two straight weeks now, um, and Moore's been the the recipient of um, of most of those targets, which is good. Uh, we knew Moore was a quality player. Uh, it was just whether Fields could find him. Hopefully, this is a sign of things to come. Fields' accuracy is still a little bit of a concern, um, but hopefully they're starting to turn the corner. Um, and if they do, DJ Moore will certainly be be top twelve for the rest of our season. I think he's just that good. Yeah, absolutely. Um... Good stuff, and and picked picked quite a lot later as well than than Chase. I dare say Chase yes. was obviously taken in the first few picks, more sort of third, fourth round, uh, sometimes later. Um, which so if you've got more on your team, you're you're in a very good spot right yes. now. Um, so moving on to a London game participant this week, we've got Travis Etienne who absolutely blew up. Uh, thirty-seven points for him, which funnily enough is is a significant drop off from fifty-two, but still <laughs> good on any other week. Um, so yeah, twenty-six rushing attempts uh, for one hundred and thirty-six yards and two touchdowns on the ground. Uh, he got caught four of five passes for forty-eight yards as well. So serviceable in the air and obviously very very good on the ground this week. Yeah, it was a good game in London. To be fair, I watched most of that game. Um, the scoreline um, flatters the Bills a bit. I think the Jaguars were were dominant in most most facets of the game. Uh, we've been waiting for this performance from ETN as well. To be fair, he's been a little bit slow his first few weeks, but the RB won this week. I think if the Jaguars' offense and Trevor Lawrence starts trending upwards, I think yeah, Etienne will be will be in the top ten a lot more this season. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and the next up, somebody who we definitely wouldn't have expected to be a top two running back, uh, especially this <laughs> week, is uh, Zach Moss, who again blew up 23 rushing attempts, and that's 165 yards on the ground there. 
Um, only beaten by one of the players this week. Um, two touchdowns, and he also caught two of two passes for 30 yards as well. So, yeah, we, we saw Jonathan Taylor step back into the lineup this week after a big de- big money deal. Uh, yes. he's, he's clearly staying with the Colts, but hasn't necessarily worked his way back into that uh, that starting position just yet. And with performances like that, it might take a little while. Uh, yeah, obviously we'll talk about this when we discuss the matchups, I guess. But yeah, it's a bit of a strange one. They did say even after the deal was signed that um, obviously they'd slowly um, put Taylor back into the game, but he only saw 15% of snaps, which is obviously very low. Um, and with Zach Moss currently the RB6 on the year, which is just mental to think about, um, catching the ball as well, running with power, with pace, it's going to be... Even if Taylor does come back, Moss has certainly earned a, a big share of the pie. Absolutely. And it's uh, it's kind of telling. It's, it's pretty similar to the old uh, the way that the running back position is going. Now, obviously, backfield by committee is, is much more popular than it ever has been. And it looks like Moss has definitely earned uh, at least a fair number of snaps on that offense, even when Taylor comes back to fully healthy. So, situation to monitor. Um, next up then we've got another wide receiver in Tyreek Hill the man who hit 22 miles per hour on one of his <laughs> runs this week um, that's a 34 point performance there 8 catches on 9 targets 181 yards <laughs> and a touchdown so yeah he's uh, he's had a great week this week uh, yes the, the Dolphins offence obviously as everyone will be well aware of is on pace to, to break all the yardage records on the season um, Hill is obviously a massive part of that offence he's only had one game this season where he's not found the end zone um, and aside from last week where the Bills did dominate the Dolphins I think yeah Tyreek Hill will be in the top 10 almost every week I would imagine uh, he's got a good relationship with Tua uh, and the offence uh, just seems to be that that good Absolutely <clears throat> yeah and then you've got the uh, you've got the the running back stepping up as well, so they're much more dynamic now. Mostert and um, Acham, Acham, who revelations both of them it's, over the past few weeks. I mean, I think we missed the week where both of them were hitting thirty odd points each. Yeah, um, I'm uh, glad we did as well. Yeah, well, yeah, true. As, as a Broncos fan, I imagine that stung a little bit, but yeah, yeah bloody hell, it's uh, it's been a massive, massive change for this Dolphins offense. Uh, it'd be nice to see Jalen Waddle a little bit more from my own personal perspective. Yeah, but he's e- been a little e- quiet. Even with that, um, you know, when you when you're supporting that many fantasy points worth of uh, of accumulation across the entire team, uh, yeah, you're gonna have a couple of players who have quieter weeks every now and again. Um, next up, then we've got <laughs> we've got our first first QB. It's Justin Fields who who makes his way up onto the uh, onto the top ten. Uh, he got thirty four points. Uh, he had eleven rushing attempts and made fifty seven yards on the ground there. Uh, twenty nine passing attempts. He completed fifteen of them for two hundred and eighty two yards, which of which uh, you know two hundred and thirty yeah, of them were <laughs> DJ Moore, and uh, four touchdowns in the air. Again, of which three <laughs> belonged to Moore. So yeah, good good day for for Fields, someone who I think. At the start of the season, at least, had a few people worried, but he's he's very much getting back to being a, a top tier fantasy asset now. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, like we said, two two straight weeks with four touchdowns, which he'd never done before. Um, over two hundred eighty yards in the last two weeks as well. Um, and I guess the good news is for 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 fans of the Bears and for for us, I guess as well, he's he's shown he can do it with his arm. Although the running sort of is there. Um, he's nowhere near on the same pace as he was last season. He's only on pace for, I think, around 600 yards as opposed mm-hmm. to 1,000. So the signs are coming. If he can keep improving with his arm, then um, he should be pretty good for the rest of the season. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he's definitely somebody who, who you would like to have on your roster now, that's for sure. Uh, and next up then, we've got we've got Brees Hall. Brees Hall makes it back into the top yeah. 10, ladies and gentlemen. It's been a long time coming. It was coming, bound to happen. But yeah, I'm very happy to see him, him reaching his lofty heights once more. Um, you know, he was such a top-tier prospect coming out of the draft anyway. Obviously, massive shame with the injury last year. But to say that he's hitting, you know, top 10 worthy performances on that somewhat horrendous <laughs> New York Jets offense uh, led by Zach Wilson, who we we had high hopes for after last week 
this current week, he, he obviously didn't quite step up to the plate <laughs> again. Um, but yeah, that's 30 points for Brees. Uh, 22 rushing attempts, 177 yards on the ground. I believe that's the most by any running back this week. And a touchdown. He also caught three or three passes for 17 yards. And, and the touchdown run was a, a 70-yarder, I think, from, from memory. So he's definitely showing his, his legs again. Uh, yeah, obviously, I, yeah, I watched the the full game. Like we said, being a Broncos fan, which is just absolute pain at the minute. Um, but it seemed all we we knew Brees was all we had to stop. Obviously, Zach Wilson, you don't need to try and stop him. But even knowing they were just going to feed it to Brees most of the game, we just couldn't stop him. Too strong, too fast. Um, yeah, an elite player, elite talent. Absolutely. Uh, next up, someone who I think. <laughs> If you'd have told me he was going to be hitting these uh, top tens multiple times, I would have been quite surprised. But the man, the man that got me into football back in the back in the original days, the reason I'm a Minnesota Viking, Adam Thielen, the 33 year old rocket from Minnesota, uh, coming in with uh, 29 fantasy points there, 11 catches on 13 targets, 107 yards and a touchdown. He is just building such a great rapport there. Um, and yeah, Bryce Bryce Young has got got a favourite target, and that favourite target seems to be Thielen. Uh, yes, yeah, obviously, yeah. The, over the last couple of weeks, the Panthers have been down big, um, so garbage times come into play. But yeah, Bryce Young seems to love Thielen. Reliable pair of hands. Um, two games with eleven catches now already. He's on pace for over a hundred and sixty targets or something crazy like that which at the beginning of the year you just could not predict. He's the wide receiver 10 on the year, which is just absolutely insane. Although the Panthers aren't a very good team, um, I guess a lot of, a lot of their game scripts are going to be, we're going to have to throw the ball to try and win. So yeah, Thielen's going to be pretty amazing for the rest of the year, I would imagine. Definitely so. Um, excellent. So from one of the older receivers in the game to one of the, one of the youngest uh, we head over to George Pickens next, who had a 29-point oh, performance. Uh, one rushing attempt for 16 yards. He caught six of 10 passes for 130 yards and a touchdown. So he's certainly risen to take that uh, wide receiver one spot uh, over in uh, in Pittsburgh there. Yeah, it was, it was a really good game. Obviously, the bulk of the work was done by Pittsburgh's phenomenal defense. Uh, the Ravens just could not get anything going. Um, but yeah, the, the throw and the catch at the end for the touchdown by Pickens was absolutely phenomenal. He's an electric player. Um, despite the issues at quarterback, he's still the wide receiver 13 on the year. You can never count Pittsburgh out just because of the coaching and that defence. So yeah, I think Pickens will, will prove for the rest of the season that he is, he is a top receiver. And finally, to round out our top 10, uh, we have our, our next QB, uh, Josh Allen, a name that we're fairly familiar with in these in these ranks uh comes in with a 27 point performance there um sorry rounded up to 28 i guess um four rushing attempts 14 yards and a and a touchdown and we've also got uh 40 attempted passes 27 completed 359 yards and two touchdowns in that loss to the jags there yeah that's it say say what you want about josh allen in terms of being an actual quarterback um as a fantasy quarterback he will always be good uh, the rushing ability, we're already at three rushing touchdowns on the year. Um, he can pass it when he wants to, even if he just turn it over a lot. Um, he'll always be good for fantasy, even if I think personally as an actual quarterback, he's 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 a little bit turnover prone and unreliable. But fantasy-wise, you start him every week, and I would imagine he stays where he is and finishes as the QB1. Yep, it certainly seems to be going that way. Um, so that rounds out our top ten. Um, so yeah, some some very good performances there. Um, I guess. Then speaking of, of good performances, any anyone else that you want to kind of raise, or are there any particularly atrocious performances that you'd like to pull out? Um, like we said, I think um, obviously we spoke earlier about Devon Achan. He's been a bit of a, a bit of a revelation um, for the last three weeks. He's already got seven touchdowns. Um, he's averaging. 10 yards a carry um that's right 10 yards <laughs> a carry which is just absolutely crazy um he's come out of nowhere miami looks really good um any disappointing performances let me just have a think i mean i guess the the big one for me was the fantasy performance as in general was obviously the, the, the cowboys and dak prescott uh, mm -hmm. which which in turn cd lamb 
Um, I had those in several of my leagues. Um, really thought the game would be closer, although I did think the Niners would win. Uh, and yeah, Dak was Dak was atrocious. Um, Lamb only had four catches. Pollard only had eight carries. Uh, and the Cowboys looked looked pretty atrocious. Unfortunately, that was a that was a tough one for me. Yeah, it was. It was certainly wasn't a performance that people wanted to see. And I know a lot of Cowboys fans have been hyping up this game this week. You know, wanting to prove to uh, to the NFL and to fans that the San Francisco 49ers are just very lucky so far this season. But they certainly uh, proved that that wasn't the case with the way they played. Um, some other performances that I guess that were a bit lackluster uh, are related to injuries. I suppose are worth calling out. We've got Anthony. Uh, Richardson, who got, I think, around four points this week, which wasn't ideal before he had to get taken off with that uh, throwing arm injury that he has. Um, so I think we're still waiting to hear necessarily exactly how bad that is. And uh, we've also just heard that Justin Jefferson uh, is going to be going on injury reserve as well, which, you know, is for what is considered mm-hmm. for a lot of people the number one overall pick from a fantasy point of view is, is obviously not very good either I mean the Minnesota year it has not been good it's been close losses but losses all the same at this point at one and four I, you just you lose your star man if I'm Minnesota I'm looking to trade Cousins while he's worth something yep. at this point Couldn't and, agree and just tanking to be honest um, I don't know if they will they probably won't do that but yeah, it very well might be the case that uh, Justin Jefferson has caught his last pass from uh, Kirk Cousins. Yeah, yeah, couldn't agree more. Um, I guess just on the injury front, yeah, obviously Richardson, uh, Jefferson we've mentioned, um, Javonte Williams, Saquon Barkley, Jameer Gibbs, Khalil Herbert, just to name a few. Um, Tank Dell also in concussion protocol as well. Um, Travis Kelsey we will keep an eye on after he went down with that sort of non-contact injury did come back so we're hoping he'll be fine uh but yeah there was a it was a, a week of lots lots of injuries and it's uh it's tough to tough to muddle through yeah and it, i mean we probably say it every year but this year certainly feels uh worse than than usual for injuries uh they just seem so so apparent but we have had people go away from injuries. We've had people return. Cooper Cup made his yes. uh, made his return this week, and he did a damn Not good job. Yeah. If he'd like repeated, he never left. If he'd repeated his first drive performance over the next few drives, Jack, I think in one of our leagues, I thought you had me. Then I thought I had you, and then I woke up this morning and found out that you had yeah. me. Um, but but Cooper <laughs> Cup was a massive part of that. He's he's just fitting straight back into that offense. Puka Nakua as well. Only a couple of fantasy points behind Cup. Uh, at last, it looks like we've got a nice uh, wide receiver one and two that uh, Matthew Stafford can throw to in, in over there at the LA Rams. I think that's going to be quite an exciting offense to watch with those yes. two wide receivers now, for sure. Yeah, they've got the yeah, three great receivers. Um, Cup and Nakua are out well. Cup and Nakua, um, Cup and Nakua both had over 10 targets, which was great. Stafford, although he's not had the touchdowns, has been really good. And then, obviously, Kyron Williams as well has come out of nowhere to be a top-five running back. So, yeah, a very, very under-the-radar offense that I think is going to be good for the rest of the year. Absolutely. Uh, We've also got our first over-20-point performance from Joe Burrow this week, uh, which is a nice thing to see. Three of his last (laughs) five performances uh, were under 10 points, some significantly so. But now he seems to be getting back into the swing of things a little bit. Obviously, it was against Arizona. Do we think we're going to see the same thing from Seattle? Uh, yes, I'd, yeah, I I'd, I'd, I would expect um, them to still roll against Seattle. I think I think the biggest sign for me with the Bengals in general was the fact that he was he did seem to move quite well in and out of the pocket as well, and quite uh, made quite a few of those throws that we like him for those out of the pocket bombs, which was good. So I think yeah, I think the season turns round now. They started poorly last season through the first four games as well so I think that's over now and in that division I I think they could quite easily still win that division even at two and three yeah absolutely good stuff any final performances to call out before we have a little look at next week um, any more that really I I think it's just a just a quick shout out I know they lost the game but just a quick shout out to CJ Stroud just absolutely incredible again um, only one game has he not gone over 300 yards and he now holds the record as well for most um, passes to start a career without an interception and the Texans all of a sudden actually look watchable 
Yeah. Which which hasn't been the case in recent years. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And it, it's it's a great stat line. He, he still hasn't thrown an interception, has he? So no. Uh, so yeah, that's that number's only going to get larger. Was it um? Was it Dak Prescott that he beat? Yes. Yeah. yeah Dak Prescott. He beat his record. So yeah, he's you know he's gone gone a lot longer uh, now, and with another game coming up, hopefully he can continue to see that moving forward. Um, great, yeah, great stuff from from some rookie QBs. To be fair, the three rookie QBs that have uh, yeah. the prime ones, I think you can't think be looked, disappointed with any of them. Yeah. They all seem to be fitting in. They're all in less than ideal situations, I think. Um, yes. Richards, Richardson, especially with just the injury, I suppose, for him more so than anything. But I think if you had picked any of those guys in your rookie drafts this time, uh, you, you're probably feeling pretty happy with the, the choices thus far. Um, good stuff. Okay, so week week six. Crikey, we're almost halfway through the regular ah, fantasy season. Don't say it. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's kicking us off this time. Then we've got uh, we've got the Chiefs and the Broncos. Yeah. So yeah. Um, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will not be staying up for this one. Let me tell you. Um, yeah. I would imagine the um, the Chiefs' role. Um, like I said, keep an eye on Travis Kelsey's injury. Of course, that'll that'll certainly have an effect. Um, one thing I think everyone's seen, obviously, is the Chiefs' wide receivers are just so unreliable. You're probably not starting any of them if you're desperate. It's going to be all through Kelsey and the running backs. Um, on the Broncos side of things, Wilson has Wilson's numbers are good, um, but his actual he's they're they're highlighting some bad performances. I think um, obviously a lot of it in garbage time as well. Um, the only person I'd be excited for on the Broncos offense who uh, played really well was Julio McLaughlin. I thought mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, he looked electric every time he touched the ball. Really fast. The touchdown run was great. Um, so if you've if you've picked him up, you're probably starting him while Williams is still sidelined. But apart from that, the Chiefs I think will will absolutely trounce us, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they are a great team. <laughs> they are, and we're a very bad team. <laughs> so, yeah. I feel the same way currently. Um, I've, at least I've had my pain last week. Um, <laughs> next up, then we've got the Titans, and they're playing the Ravens. Yes, um, oh, yeah, a bit of a strange matchup this because um, obviously both both teams coming off um, tough losses um, to the Colts and the Steelers respectively. Um, the Ravens, I must admit, I'm not not sure what your thoughts are, but they haven't really excited me. Lamar, I didn't, I don't think's been very good. I know he's had some trouble with the receivers, um, but Lamar's not looked great. They've got injuries at running back, um, and the same with the Titans. Really, Derrick Henry's not really been his usual self. Um, Tajay Spears is 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 getting a lot more work. So I don't think this game will be too high scoring, unfortunately. Um, if you've got either of those players, I think you're probably starting them, but I think this will be quite dull, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm inclined to agree with you, to be fair. I mean, even Zay Flowers has looked yes, good. Yes, that's been but, the standout, but, yeah. But, you know, there were a few drops last week uh, that, that were frustrating. Uh, Mark Andrews hasn't necessarily been as electric as, as we're used to him being. And I think the, the the one player that I would be really excited about these two teams, especially after his performance last week, is probably DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins, yeah. Yeah, he seemed he to... He really turned it on. He really did. He seems to be a nice turner turnaround there. Hopefully it's a sign of things to come for him. But yeah, that's a London game as well. Um, oh, yes, it is. So, nice. So half, half past two uh, for us over here in the UK. Um, next up, then we've got the Dolphins and the Panthers. Uh, I think there's only one way this game is going to go. <laughs> God, it's going to be, it's going to be horrible. Uh, yeah, obviously you're starting all your Dolphins players um, with a chance sideline. Mostert will probably be in for a, a decent workload. Tyreek Hill will be his usual explosive self. Um, on the flip side of the ball, we were just discussing him, Adam Thielen. This is going to be one of those games where the Panthers go horrifically down early, so Thielen could quite easily get 11 catches again in this game, even if they lose by 30. So Thielen, you're definitely starting. Outside of that, you're probably not starting anyone else. And yeah, all your Dolphins players are just going to feast in this one. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Next up, then, we've got the Texans and the Saints. Yeah, this will be quite an interesting game. Um, Although the Saints are 3-2, and again, they've not really... They've not really wowed me. Derek Carr's been pretty underwhelming, um, which in turns had a knock-on Chris, uh, knock-on effect on like Chris Olave, who I did think could be really good, but he's been a little slow. 
Um, only two catches last week, one the week before. Uh, so really down. Um, obviously the big one will be Alvin Kamara back. How many catches has he had since he's been back already? It's 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 something ridiculous. Let me just double check. Thirteen in his first Oof. week back was it? Mine is just not loading. Yeah, thirteen in his first week back. I'm pretty sure he had a ridiculous amount last week as well. Um, so Kamara is going to be a key starter. If you gambled on that in the drafts, congratulations. It looks like it's going to pay off already. Um, but on the flip side, yeah, te the Texans are legit. Their defense isn't too bad. Um, C.J. Stroud has been out of this world. Um, and even the likes of Nico Collins, Tank Dell, although he's in concussion protocol, have been have been must starts every week. So this this could be a pretty good game. Um, but I think I think I'd give this one to the Texans. I don't I don't really like what I've seen from the Saints. I think the Texans could win this one. Yeah, I think that's a good assessment. Um, very good. Moving on then, we've got the Falcons and the Commanders. Yeah, um, I mean, Commanders were... I did think they were a good team until they got trounced by the Bears. I, I did think they were um, were okay, and their defence was good. The Bears hung 40 on them, obviously, on the Thursday night game last week. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't think... I think the Falcons can win this one. Desmond Ritter had a really good performance last week, finally put up some yards, over 300 yards. So Drake London had a good game. The only person who's still not having good fantasy weeks is Kyle Pitts, but the less said about that, the better. And as we've seen, even even last week, just with that touchdown catch, Bijan Robinson, every time he touches the ball, it's just much-watched television. So I think the Falcons win this one. Um, the team's really good, um, and they could quite easily win their division. So yeah, Falcons win this one, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, next up then, we've got the Jaguars and the Colts. Yeah, I think, that, I mean, this will be, it's a battle for the number one spot in the division, both teams at three and two. Like we said, unfortunately, Richardson looks like he will be out for at least four weeks and placed on IR. Um, so Gardner Minshew gets the start, who is no slouch, as we know. Um, one of the best backups in the league, I would say. Keep an eye on, of course, the Zach Moss-Jonathan Taylor situation. Um, I think the split will probably still be more in Moss's favour. Um, only two weeks back from all the injuries for Taylor. Um, but I think we'll start to see it become more 50-50. Um, but I do think the Jaguars get the win. Two good wins, both in London. Um, Trevor Lawrence has started to look a bit more normal and ETN again last week. So, yeah, I think the Jags get the win. But the Colts without Richardson, you still you still can't write them off. I still think they'll be okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, dokie, then next we've got the Bengals and the Seahawks. Yeah, I th yeah, I think Bengals still, still win ways. Um, I don't think it's as easy as it was against the Cardinals for them. But I, I saw enough last week from Burrow, um, from Jamar Chase, um, to think that they're back to form. I do like the Seahawks. Um, Geno's been good. The team in general's been good. And the Bengals' defence hasn't been all that. So I think this could be quite high scoring. I still think you're starting most of your Seahawks receivers. Kenneth Walker's a good play. He's been in the end zone a lot this season. But yeah, I think the Bengals keep rolling. Um and although I don't think it'll be a 50-point performance, I think Jamar Chase will be very good again. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Okie dokie, moving on then. We've got the Browns and the 49ers. Tough matchup for the Browns. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, obviously, the Niners, I'm not sure what you think, but in terms of the overall team, they, they do look like the best team in the league, don't they? I think so, yeah. Yeah, it's... Um, Obviously, the Browns last week, they've had the bye. Uh, Watson missed the game before that, even though he was medically cleared to pe play, which I've never seen before. The doctors essentially said, yeah, you're good. And he was like, nah, I'm not going, uh, which is very strange. So, yeah, very rough game to come back to. Um, the Niners in every facet of the game look amazing. Um, Brock Purdy never throws interceptions. Um, he's playing perfect football at the minute. George Kittle last week finally got going with three touchdowns. They've got the best running back in the league. Their receivers are very good. And I think their their defence also uh, will be too much for the Browns, especially with Watson having not played for two weeks, unfortunately. Yeah, it's going to be a tough one for sure. Um, so leading into the later window, then we've got the Raiders and the Patriots. The Patriots Ooh. of whom I think have put up only three points in the past three games. Yes, 60-69 to three. Uh, the Patriots have been outscored in two weeks versus the Saints and versus the Cowboys. Mac Jones looks dreadful. Um, he's thrown just horrible interceptions each of the last two weeks. Two of them, I think, have been returned for touchdowns. 
So, I never thought I'd say it, but although the Raiders have also been fairly poor, there's nothing I've seen out of that Patriots offense that I want any part of. Um, the running game's been poor. I was really high on Stevenson in the offseason. He's been dreadful. Zeke's actually outperforming him in terms of most statistical categories. So, I, I, yeah, I think the Raiders get the win here. Um, the Patriots are really, really struggling at the minute. Yeah, it's painful to it's see. Just, painful to see. that, Especially for an institution like the Patriots. Yeah, that, you know, not, just used not, to winning. Not five years ago, you would never have expected them to be in this position. Um Next up, then we've got the Buccaneers and the Lions, which yeah should be a nice spicy one. That should yeah, that should be a really good game actually. Um, the Lions are just the Lions are so fun to watch. Um, I don't know if you saw either of the trick plays um, at the weekend, but you had obviously the one to Laporta mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. down the side, which was fantastic. You then had a third and six where the centre Jared Goff's under centre. The centre then snaps it under Goff's legs, direct snap to Montgomery, and he gets like 10 yards. It's just phenomenal to watch. Um, Montgomery, obviously, unfortunately for Jameer Gibbs, is playing like one of the best running backs in the league at the minute. He's a top 10 running back. Um, Keep an eye on, obviously, Amonra St. Brown because he was sidelined last week. But then on the flip side, the Buccaneers under Baker Mayfield have been been sneaky good. Um, The defence looks pretty solid. Mayfield, for the most part, is playing turnover-free football. And although the Lions are good, they do still concede a, a decent amount of points, I think. Their defence still isn't perfect. Um, so although the Lions win, I think this will be a very exciting game for fantasy. Yeah, definitely. I'm looking forward to it. It should be a good one. Um, and another good one, I think, will be Rams versus Cardinals, just with the way the Rams are playing. And the Cardinals, to be fair, have not been doing too bad in spite of all their issues. Uh, yes, 100%. Um, Josh Dobbs, I've been really impressed with. Um, the Cardinals, I thought, would be would be winless to this point, so fair play to them for not completely tanking. They've had a couple of good wins. Um, sorry, one good win, one near win. Um, but Josh Dobbs has looked good. James Conner, I believe, is, is injured, though. Um, yes. Unfortunately, uh, which is a big blow for them. Um, I think the Rams will win this one to get back to 500. Um, and I think, again, for, I think for the foreseeable future, it's just going to be big game out of out of Cup and, and Nakua. The way Stafford's playing, the relationship he's got with both of those receivers must start every single week. Yeah, absolutely. Um, moving along then, we've got the Jets and they're playing the Eagles. So oh, no. another one that's probably only going to go one way. Yeah, um, comfortable win for the Eagles, I think. Um, Jalen Hurts has been pretty solid again. Um, as we know, they execute the tush-push, so to speak, <laughs> to to absolute perfection. Um, I've seen a few people who want, want it banned, but I, I just don't understand that argument when they're the only team that can do it successfully. Um, AJ Brown's been really good. We finally, finally had that blow up game from Dallas Goddard, much to my my enjoyment last yeah. week. <laughs> yeah, and my despair. <laughs> um, he was what is it eight for one seventeen and a touchdown, which was really nice. And then on the Jets side of the ball, uh, the Eagles are pretty porous against the run, so I, I do think Brees will get a decent amount of action. Um, it, we've just got to hope that the Eagles aren't so far ahead that Wilson's got to chuck it because then we're in then we're in trouble. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> next up, then, probably the worst team in the league. I think now <laughs> we could say in in the Giants uh, oh, playing the Bills, yeah. uh, and well, I don't know. The Patriots are, are obviously not playing very well at all, but um, the Giants are just woeful this year. It's uh, poor, poor Danny Dimes. I mean, the amount of sacks yeah, that man is it's... getting. There comes a point where it must just be too much for him to continue. Yes, I can't remember what the number was, but I, I've got a feeling it was double digits last time, he last game he played. It was something horrible. Um, and although I don't think um, he's a good quarterback, you, you can't lay that you can't lay the majority of the blame at his doorstep. The all line's dreadful. Obviously, he's dealing with they're dealing with their best offensive weapon in Saquon Barkley being injured. They don't have a very good receiving core. Um, it, it's just been a horror show. Um, which is such a shame considering obviously they're coming off a playoff win. Um but yeah, nothing that I've seen would tell me that this is anything other other than a than a Bills romp to victory, unfortunately. And the Bills defence is very good as well, so that's it doesn't board well for any any Giants players, unfortunately. Yeah, it's yeah. 
Yeah, we don't need to see any more in it. I don't think it's just <laughs> it's just bad. Um, and then to round us off at the end of the week, we've got the Chargers and the Cowboys. That'll be yeah, to be to be honest. That'll be that's going to be a very good game to finish the week. Um, obviously, the Chargers have been on the bye, but up until that point, Justin Herbert was a was a top four fantasy QB. Um, unfortunately, obviously, he has lost a player to injury in Mike Williams for the season. Um, but up until then, Keenan Allen's been an absolute monster um, week in, week out. That will continue. Um, is Austin Eckler due to... Austin Eckler is due back, Yes, is he? I believe he is. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know if it's tentative, but he's definitely down as, as looking like he'll play. Yes, it is. Yeah, look, okay. yeah, we, yeah, looking like he'll play, which is really good. I keep seeing him appear on podcasts and stuff and saying he's near return, so... Um, that'll be massive for them. He's such a big part of the offense. He had a great week one. It was the RB two week one. hasn't played since. Um, and yeah, the the Cowboys just haven't. The Cowboys boys have been very disappointing for the last two two or three weeks. Obviously, they had the bad loss against the Cardinals, absolutely obliterated by their interconference rivals. Um, and the Chargers, meanwhile, have been on a bit of form two wins in a row. So yeah, I think the Chargers win this one. Um, I do think the Cowboys score more points than they did last week because the Chargers' defence isn't very good. But yeah, the Chargers win this one, I think. Yeah, <clears throat> and that rounds us off for the next week. Uh, there's some good, good-looking matchups there, yeah, and there are some ones. some yeah, less uh, dreadful ones, less exciting ones yeah. too. So we'll see how things go. Um, but yeah, I guess should we have a quick look at, at the league? standing then uh, for Dynasty as to where yes, we are. Yes, I few, actually won this week. So. A few weeks have, have <laughs> passed. Very good, well done. <laughs> um, I mean, you'll have had Chase playing for you, won't you, which will have definitely yes, helped. that helps. Um, cool, so uh, just I guess I'll run through the, the standings currently uh, since, since, as I say, we've had a couple of weeks off, so things have changed a little bit. Um, sitting at tenth uh, position, we've we've got Kieran on zero uh, five. He's had a had a tough old run of it so far this season. Um, we've got Alex on a one and four at nine. We've got yourself at one and four. You've uh, you've got a little plus one there. You just moving up, Alex. <laughs> uh, at eight, uh, we've got James at seven. Uh, so the difference between seventh and eighth is is two wins. So James is on three and two. Um, so there's no two and two and three. Uh, teams in the league, which is oh kind of crazy. And then there's oh my god, and then everyone's so, so, three and two. So, aren't yeah, they? Six of our teams are, are three and two. By crazy. the crazy. Uh, so yeah, then we've got Rohan there. Obviously, point difference is what's dictating this now. Uh, three and two. Sam at three and two point difference there. Elliot at three and two. Tom at three and two at uh, third place. Myself at second on three and two. And then we've got another leapfrog up to Lewis, who's undefeated on the season. Five and zero. Five and zero. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's very strange. Yeah. We've got, we've obviously got, uh, got some guys who are doing very well and we've got some that are not, but nearly everybody's sitting on three and two. It's kind of strange. Um, yeah, it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be sad for someone who's going to miss the playoffs. I think that's, that, that's the way it's yes. going to be looking. I think if this um, is how it ends, it's going to be, yeah, yeah, yeah be one person is just going <laughs> to just miss it. Um, but yeah, it's been, it's been a good season so far. Um, I've got two first round picks next year, so I'm I'm just not that I'm in tank mode, but I would rather the picks will be higher. So <laughs> the fact that me and Alex are doing badly, who I, Alex is is the other pick I've got, is boards very well for me. Yes, you're in a very good position there, to be fair. And it's uh, you had some freakishly good performances this week from the likes of uh, Jamar Chase. I think you you had the Steelers as well. Who had a Steelers defense? Point. Yeah, yeah, and uh, obviously Stafford's coming back to do well. Wilson's pretty serviceable so you had a good good week there um i think you were second yeah you were second on the week with 174 points which isn't isn't great for a tanking team jack really no it's not <laughs> i was yeah every touchdown chase got was just a knife in my heart yeah caleb williams slipping away yeah well <laughs> we'll we'll see how it how it pans out um so just running through the matchups then uh from this last week quickly uh the the biggest uh Point scored was me this week, which is nice to see myself get back to there because I've had some horror performances this season. 
189.82 overall. That was against James with 167.10. James was third overall on the week. Yeah, that's a is, tough one. Which is a tough <laughs> one for him. And I think, uh, obviously, Dak didn't help James out there with just four points. Uh, James Cook wasn't really up to scratch. But then you've got Devon, uh, DeAndre Swift, who's kind of coming coming back now, I guess. He's he's playing really well. Marquise Brown's been playing well. Uh, Calvin Ridley, obviously. George Kittle as well for him. McLaurin, not too great. A-Chan, who's going to be out, but again, phenomenal performance there. Brock Purdy, who's just, as we're saying, very boring player from, from kind of a watching him point <laughs> of view, but he's just so Very good. effective. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the Dolphins. So James had a really great team. Um, he's just unlucky. Uh, for me, Jalen Hurts getting back up to where he should be with 27 points. Uh, Bijan Robinson had a kind of quiet week, really. Um 14 carries, 46 yards. Uh, so, yeah, not not too much on the ground for, for Bijan this week. And obviously the, the fumble lost was not great either. But Brees Hall made up for it coming back in, as we discussed. Points. Stefan Diggs played well. Drake London had a good game. Travis Kelsey had a good game. Uh, Jalen Waddell, uh, an average game for him, but still a good one. David Montgomery, who's become a bit of a... Surprise revelation, I think, on the year. RB8, RB8. on the year. What on earth? Uh, and that's with a game missed. Um, game missed. Which is, Touchdown in every game. Yeah, crazy. Uh, Anthony Richardson, who sadly wasn't on too long before he went off. And then the 49ers defence for me, which uh, which served served its purpose well. Um, cool, so moving on to your matchup. Do you want to take Let's it through? Let's have a look. So, yeah, I absolutely trounced Alex. I hope he's listening. Uh, <laughs> 174 to 94. Um, like we said, my, obviously most of my points coming from Jamar Chase, um, but my other receiver, um, AJ Brown, was also very good. Didn't get in the end zone, but 19 points there. Rashi Rice overperformed as well, 13 points. I do like the direction he's going, so I'm happy with that. Stafford and Wilson as my two QBs have been much better this year, especially fantasy-wise. Um, and then, yeah, the Steelers' defense, 21 points. Um, I also had Javon A. Williams in, who was out and still won. But that's because I barely had another option at running back. Um, on the flip side, Alex, for some reason, didn't start Joe Burrow, which I, I get. But when your other options are Danny Dimes and, and Josh Dobbs, that's a bit of a strange one. Uh, he did only have two pl- three players in double digits. That was Andrews, Kirk, and the other one was his defence. So, yeah, tough week for Alex. Yeah, definitely. Um, next up, then, we've got uh, Lewis, Lewis and Sam. Um, who were I think I think they were both vying for, for first and second, but Sam's taken a bit of a hit there with Lewis taking the victory. Uh, so Justin Fields for Lewis, he started him and it paid off. Thirty three point nine eight points there, so that was great. McCaffrey unusually quiet. 12.8 12 points. points. It's pathetic. That's not good for him, is it? <laughs> uh, less than half of his predicted. Um, we've got Alvin Kamara, who, as we've already discussed, is kind of coming in hot. After, after that suspension there, we've got Devontae Adams, who had a very quiet game too. Not very good. Eight points there. Uh, DJ Moore, however, rescuing the day for Lewis, 52. absolutely, with 52 points. Uh, oh. Evan Engram, quiet day for him too. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, as, as we've discussed, quiet day. Khalil Herbert, not great either. Jordan Love, not great either. Sanders, serviceable for a kicker. And then you've got the Cowboys with a flat zero. Fantastic. So Lewis was <laughs> definitely propped up by... Fields and Mother um, up Chicago. Who'd have thought? So yeah, very, very, very good win for Lewis. Um, obviously Sam on the other side, Lamar Jackson. Lewis, we've discussed just a bit disappointing so far this season. He's not quite doing as we'd uh, as we'd hoped he would. He's had some twenty odd point performances, but I think yeah, on the whole, it's um, you know the, under tens peppered in there. Yeah, we we need to see more consistency from him to be sure. Uh, Mostert. Who uh, who had a good day and he's going to have another who's going to have better days I guess with Achan not gobbling up uh, on the side there McKinnon not great Woods not great Cooper Cup returns obviously he had a good day great stuff. Uh, Dallas Goddard as we've discussed already cost me uh, I I would have had a clean sweep Jack I won in every <laughs> league but that one um, and that's the one I needed to win in I'm one and four now it's the worst <laughs> I've ever done in that league I've never missed the playoffs. It's not looking likely this year. Um, got Devonte Smith. Uh, who? Whoa! One catch for six. Years. I one didn't catch. actually realize that. So Goddard obviously took everything, uh, and uh, obviously we've got. Uh, oh God! I'm, why have Why have I forgotten his name? Um, 
AJ Brown. Brown, AJ Brown. Yeah. <laughs> Bloody hell. Uh, Brown had a good day, didn't he? So, but yeah, Smith, one catch, six yards, five, five, five targets. Targets though. So, hmm. James Connor, uh, the injury obviously took him off. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, okay. Uh, Matt Gay, who had a good performance in the Broncos, who put up a good ten points. So, good, good, solid performance from Sam. Just, uh, just Lewis had some players who were doing really fancy yeah, things that. Took him, uh, took him up, up and away. Um, so next up, should we t- should we yeah, talk to Tom and Tom Elliot? Let's have a look. So yeah, Elliot got the win here. Close game, hundred forty-seven to one thirty-six. Uh, Elliot with two. Um, Derek Henry, who as we discussed, just hasn't has not looked good this season. Unfortunately, uh, Travis Etienne, fantastic thirty-seven points. He has lost Justin Jefferson, which will hurt him. Only five points before the injury. You've then got Debo Samuel, a bit of a quiet game, although not too bad. Uh, Jake Ferguson, who's had a decent start to the season, but Dallas were dreadful, as we said. Uh, Christian Watson, um, only three catches, but 91 yards, and he did have one big explosive play, so I am excited to see Watson um, in in the coming weeks. Um, Sam Howell, 25 points in a loss, um, although the commanders look pretty bad. Howell did kind of put the team on his back, so that's a nice performance there. And then the Bills defence on 12. Tom, meanwhile, 27 points from Josh Allen. Played Aaron Jones, who unfortunately was out in the late game. I assume Tom didn't stay up till there. Uh, That's a rookie mistake. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco, 13. Hill, 34. Pittman, 10. Also has the tight end one on the year in Sam Laporta. That's right, he's the tight end one. Um, Brandon Ayuk, uh, pretty slow game. Nico Collins, slow game. Uh, Romeo Dubes, just dreadful. Only one catch for four yards. Yeah. <laughs> As you well know. As I know. <laughs> uh, and then Koo and the Eagles defence. So, yeah, very close game. Um, if the, the, the tough one for Tom, of course, if he is listening, will be that Zach Moss at 35 points was on his bench. Oof, yeah. Which, yeah. which hurts him. That's uh, that's right, and I guess if he'd put Moss in, if he'd had Moss in, or I think if he'd had Moss in, he would have won, obviously, but I don't think he had anyone else that would have won it for him in the place of Jones, so I guess he can he can kind of rest can, easy yeah. uh, with the knowledge that there's nothing he could have done to have won um, other than play Moss, which, to be fair, if you're going to take the gamble on Jones... You you know waiting for yeah, a later I game. Yeah, I get it. I get it. You've not got much of an option if uh, yeah if Jones isn't playing. Who do you pick up at that point? Yeah, you're uh, it's, it's yeah he he didn't have much of a choice there, but especially in this league. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Very deep benches, so you you'd be lucky to find someone. So finishing us off, then we've got the Fletcher Bowl. <laughs> we've got the two Fletchers playing each other. Um, Bit of a massacre, wasn't it? Yes, definitely a win for <laughs> Rohan there. 142 points to Kieran's 69. Um, so Stroud, who's who's starting for Rohan there, decent game. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson was just uh, dreadful. An effect of the uh, New England offense, I guess, just not not doing bits. Um, I think his, yep, yeah, he he had two okay games to start the season. He's been sub ten points for the last three games as Stevenson. Um, Josh Jacobs, good game there. Adam Thielen, obviously, where's he come from? Uh, just just, <laughs> just a great great game. Um, Wondell Robinson, who I also had uh, in another league and was was hoping would really help out on that offense, but he went off with a concussion for a while, so that's docked him of, of snaps. Uh, 6.9 points there. Kyle Pitts, decent performance, 15 Best points. Best performance in two years. Yeah, very good. Um, we've got uh, Kyron Williams, not too great. We've also got uh, Jamison Williams, not too great. Jimmy Garoppolo, subpar. Harrison Butker with a good performance, and it was the Saints with 24 points. That's uh, That was the second highest scorer after Adam Thielen on the team this week. And then for Kieran, we've got Patrick Mahomes, who's always pretty damn reliable. Cam Akers, not great. Miles Sanders, who again, I had uh, playing you in the other league, who just, aside yeah, he's from the is just not doing much. He's not done much, yeah. Yeah, CD Lamb obviously was held back by the 49ers defence. Alave didn't play all too well, quite quiet in that 34 point victory for New Orleans, uh, Irv Smith just nowhere to be seen Jerry Judy okay um, we've also got Roshan Johnson Rush there Johnson. with just just the three carries for 19 yards Brandon Cooks who didn't really do too much again, Cowboys 
uh, issues there. Jake Elliott, who had a good day. And then the Vikings defense, which uh, Kieran, you just need to get them out of there because they yeah. are. <laughs> this, uh, there's yeah. got to be a streaming option. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that rounds us out for this week. So, uh, so yeah, very strange situation with uh, the majority of teams sitting on three and two. As you say, that kind of just just at the minute, if we were to call it, this team that would not enter the playoffs would be just due to points they've accumulated as opposed to wins. So it's a very tight, uh, tight league at the minute. Yes, yeah, it is, which is good. You know, it's good. You want to be you you want to be vying for those positions right right in the last days of the seasons. You don't want to have to give up early like I have. Um, <laughs> um, so yes, yeah, it's a good season so far. Still lots of football to be played, um, and I, yeah, it's just going to be interesting to see how teams deal with this um, this sort of injury wave we've got going on at the minute. Yes, yeah, it's gonna. There's certainly going to be teams that have been steaming ahead in leagues across uh, across the world currently that are now going to suddenly find themselves struggling and uh, hunting on the waiver wire. I feel like I've just been picking the waiver wire non-stop this past few weeks just with the states that my teams have been in. Um, it's It's been a tough old, tough old season, um, that's for sure. But it looks like uh, with, as, as you say, the next wave of injuries, most of them have not affected teams I'm on, but it just means that there's more people on them waiver wires, which is frustrating. <laughs> That's it. There's a few, yeah. I mean, there's a, there's still a few decent people out there in terms of waivers because uh, of the injuries. Um, just looking at a few. Um, KJ Osborne, he's not owned in lots of redraft leagues. Uh, the fact that Minshew's now quarterback uh, one. Uh, Josh Downs, I've seen um, quite a lot of people target because Minshew seems to favour him a little bit more. Um, Josh Palmer is still available in a surprising amount of leagues as well with the Mike Williams injury, uh, as is Quinton Johnson as well. So there's still players out there. Uh, and another one I like that I've targeted in a few of my leagues, Tajay Spears as well. Yes. Um, he seems to just, he, he looks, it's sad because obviously King Henry is, well, the king. But yeah, every time Tajay touches the ball, it just seems to lead to something, whereas Henry just can't seem to break past that first wave. Yeah, it's... Uh... Yeah, I agree. I think he's he's a great target to have, and obviously, if anything happens to to Derek Henry and he goes down, he's, yeah, he's going to be in a great pick. position. So, yeah, there's some good good pickups uh, that can be had this time round, and uh, yeah, I guess we'll just have to see who gets uh, who gets injured next week. It just feels like it's it's a <laughs> it curse. It's uh, yeah, no, it's, it's pretty pretty damn awful for a lot of the uh, lot of the players this year. It's just just been tough. But I guess that takes us to the end of this episode. We'll return next week, obviously. And then I think, is it next week or the week after is your last week? Yes, next week, my last week. Next week um, is last week. And then, yeah, Rohan will be subbing in for me. Very good. We'll have a, well, we'll see you next week anyway. I was going to tell you to have a great time, but I'll be talking to <laughs> you <will>. then. Um, <laughs> but yes, no, it's good Good to get back to it. Once again, apologies for, for the couple of weeks missed. Uh, but it was just a, a flurry of uh, either horrible Ill, illness, uh, <laughs> illness or technical problems or holidays that have just just led to this this moment. But at least we've got back to it now, and uh, we'll look forward to week six. But until next time, uh, good luck everyone, and uh, we'll see you then. <laughs>